Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week, we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high-frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. If you want to teach your child how to read, or if you want to support their reading development if they're learning how to read in school, you might think that you need a lot of fancy supplies or expensive curriculums, but in reality, you don't. You just need a few basic supplies and you are going to be able to teach them how to read in the appropriate way, the right way from day one, and you are going to be able to support their reading development so they have a strong foundation of reading. So in case you don't know me, my name is Erin. I'm from littlesoflearning.com. I'm a former classroom teacher. I'm also a tutor, and I spend all of my time learning about literacy and how best to teach our kids to read based on the science of reading. So these recommendations that I have for you today are five tools that I think you need to teach your child to read that are gonna be super inexpensive, super easy, and you are going to be able to set them up for a really successful future, a foundation that's very strong so that they're gonna be a strong reader later on. Now, before we dive into the five tools, the most important thing you have before you get started, before you get anything else ready, is to have a scope and sequence for your phonics curriculum. Now, if you're not sure what a scope and sequence is, I want you to go back to my last YouTube video so you can see the free scope and sequence that I recommend. It's from a program called UFLY, the University of Florida Literacy Institute, and it's free for you to download from their website. A scope and sequence is just basically saying the order in which you're going to teach these phonics skills to help your child learn how to read and making sure that it's systematic, that one skill is building on another is building on another. So you're not just randomly teaching them lessons or pulling things from Pinterest or from Instagram, you actually have a plan. So before you get started teaching them to read, you need a plan. This is what the scope and sequence looks like from UFLY. I actually purchased the teacher manual from UFLY because I use this in my tutoring. I use this with my own son at home. You don't have to purchase this. You can just download this scope and sequence, just this one page PDF, totally for free on their website. But whatever scope and sequence you use, if it's not from UFLY, if it's from another program, or if you contact your child's teacher and see what scope and sequence they're using, it's invaluable. You absolutely have to have a scope and sequence so you know the order in which to teach the skills. You know what they've already learned so you can hold them accountable to those skills both in their reading and in their spelling and you know where you're going, which skills are coming next so they build on top of each other. So make sure you have your scope and sequence ready first. The first tool you wanna have when teaching your child to read is a set of alphabet cards that have a picture keyword that you're gonna keep consistent throughout your instruction. So I have a free set of alphabet cards with animal keywords that I like to use. These are free to download from littlesoflearning.com. So they have the uppercase letter, the lowercase letter, and a keyword picture to help our little ones associate that letter with the correct sound. So B, B, bear. 
I have a big picture keyword on these cards, but I also have a small picture keyword up in the corner as your little one needs less support. And eventually we want them to not need a picture keyword at all so that they can just see the letter and know that it represents the B sound. So we can scaffold, we can step them from the most support with the bigger picture and then less support with the smaller picture and then eventually we want no picture at all. It also comes with a chart that looks like this that is really helpful for a lot of alphabet activities, also helpful for letter formation if you're working on that. So I am gonna link that down below, totally free to download from littleslovelearning.com. If you don't use this set of alphabet keywords, that's totally fine. Whatever set you use, make sure that the picture keyword goes with the most common sound. So for example, if you have a set of alphabet cards, but the G is showing the picture of a giraffe, you're not gonna wanna use that one. You're gonna wanna find one that has a picture that goes with G, like gorilla. Or if it has a picture that goes with the letter C, that maybe is city or cereal, we don't wanna use that one. We want to use one where the letter C goes with the K sound, like cat. So just double check your cards, whichever ones you're going to use with your little one to teach them to read. And make sure that they have the most common sound for the letters. Oh, and one other one to look out for is the letter X. It's not for xylophone, it's not for x-ray. You want it to be the last sound in a word like box or fox. So make sure that that is correct too. But get your alphabet letters with the keywords and make sure that those are correct. The second tool you wanna have when teaching your child to read, so basic, just a small whiteboard and a marker. Now I like these skinny markers because the big, thick dry erase markers are too big for our little one's hands. We want small tools for small hands. So you wanna get the skinny ones. If you can get the short ones, that's even better. Those usually come with whiteboards like this where they have those small markers that fit in here. Those are even better. But you are just gonna want a basic whiteboard with a dry erase marker and you are going to use that a ton, not only for you writing on the board, but also for your little one writing on the board. So you wanna make it really easy for them to write and erase, especially they're gonna be making lots of mistakes in the beginning and that is totally normal and expected. So you don't want it to be a frustration where they have to erase with a pencil and then they get all those pencil shavings everywhere. You just want a whiteboard and a marker. It's gonna be so much easier. The third tool I recommend that you get when teaching your child to read is a set of magnetic alphabet letters or refrigerator alphabet letters or something where you have a set of letters like this and you can put them out in ABC order. And this is gonna be really helpful when you're doing word chains. So I have another video on my channel all about word chains that I will link down below. But these are really helpful because you're gonna be asking your child to spell a lot of words when teaching them how to read. And they're probably still working on their letter formation. Now letter formation is so crucial, so we don't wanna skip that step. There are going to be times when we ask our little one to write the words and actually do the handwriting. But there are also times that we're gonna want them to just build the letters with these alphabet letters build the words and it's gonna be so much faster. So the reason I like magnetic letters is because my whiteboard is magnetic. And so if I ask them to make a word like cat, k, a, t, they can put it right on here and you can see that it sticks to it really easily. So then I could say something like, okay, in the word cat, change k to h. What's your new word? So then they would put that back, they would get their new letter, 
and they have hat. Super easy, super fast. So having these alphabet letters, these magnetic letters, makes word chains super fast and super efficient. And that's what we want because we want them to be practicing encoding and decoding, and we're doing it in a really efficient way. The fourth tool I recommend when you are teaching your child how to read is a sound mat. So I have free sound mats on my website, littleslovelearning.com. I'll link down below. But basically, this is a way for your little one to tap out the sounds in a word when they are trying to pull those sounds apart, hear each individual sound, and then they can figure out how to spell the word. So I like these because they're gonna pound while they say the word, and then they're gonna tap out the sounds with their fingers. And then they are either going to use letters to spell the word, or if you're just working on sounds and you're not putting them with letters yet, they could use a small manipulative, like a small toy or a small something like a ball of Play-Doh, and they could put it in these boxes. And it just visually helps them to see that each sound in the word is represented by an object. So you could put an object there, or you could put the letter there. And that's why these magnetic letters are so great because then they could put them right in the box. So it's up to you how you use it. It's really important to get our little ones pulling apart the sounds and words. We want them to hear the individual sounds. And once they know their letter sounds, we want them to match those sounds with the letters so they're able to spell the word. So I have mats for two sound words, three sound words. I also have four sound words. So as your little one gets more advanced in their skills, you're able to use these mats and so they can start pulling apart the sounds in bigger words to make sure that they are hearing all of them. And the fifth tool I recommend when teaching your little one how to read is something fun like Play-Doh. So Play-Doh is really great because it adds a multi-sensory component to our reading instruction. Play-Doh can be used in lots of different ways. So if your little one is just learning their letter sounds, you could have them use Play-Doh to roll out that letter so that they're working on the formation, they can see the way it looks, and they can practice the sound. Like I mentioned before with the sound mats, you could also take Play-Doh, turn it into a little ball, and each ball could represent a sound in a word. So if you had a word like cat, k, at, and your little one tapped out the sounds, k, at, but they weren't secure with which letters spell those sounds yet. Maybe you're still working on letter sounds, but they could still use a ball of Play-Doh and they could put a ball of Play-Doh for each sound they hear, k, at. And then they would squish the ball for each sound as they say it, k, at, cat. So this is just working on blending without adding that extra step of needing to see the letters because maybe they're not there yet. Maybe you wanna just work on oral blending first before you're adding in the letters, which is totally fine. So Play-Doh is really great for these phonemic awareness activities where we want to make letter sounds visual, meaning this ball represents one letter sound so that we help them pull apart the sounds in words. I'm sure you could think of lots of other ways to use Play-Doh. It's really fun, it's squishy, it makes kids feel like they're having fun with reading instruction because teaching them how to read is gonna be such a joyful, fun experience for you if you incorporate these little things like Play-Doh, other multi-sensory ways to make it fun. So there you go, those are my top five tools for teaching your little one how to read. Just as a review, you wanna start with a great scope and sequence. You wanna make sure that you know the order in which you're teaching these reading skills. Then after that, you wanna make sure that you have a great set of alphabet cards that have a keyword, a picture keyword that matches the most common sound. Then you wanna have something super basic, which is just a whiteboard with a skinny marker. 
You want to have a set of alphabet letters. Magnetic letters are great so that they can work on word chains super fast so that they are encoding and decoding words. Then you're also going to want to have a sound mat so they can practice pulling apart the sounds in words. Even before they know their letters, they can still pull apart the sounds. And then last, you want to have some Play-Doh, something fun to make it multi-sensory, make it feel like a game because reading instruction is so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!